Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I want to welcome you back to another episode of what I branded Pivotal. Since these interview style segments tackle impactful CPG industry topics and lessons from the business leaders that live it every day. For the past several months, you probably noticed that branded beverage cooler over my shoulder. I call it my get shit done cooler because it's stocked with mostly C4 smart energy drinks, but also a variety of other functional beverages that contain the brain energy ingredient Cognizant. Whether it's signals from growth in social listening data or successful brand partnerships landed recently, there's a lot of momentum building for Cognizant. So I figured, why not catch up with Gerard Adams, who has been leading the Kiwahako USA segment of Kieran Holdings for the last 18 months. In our conversation, we cover everything from the Japan Brewing Company's 100-plus year evolution to how that beverage experience and the pharmaceutical division that grew from it greatly benefits its health science ambitions. Gerard and I also talked through how Kiyohako's ingredient positioning and aggressive growth plans are intersecting perfectly with Kieran Holdings' expansion into more functional CPG brand acquisitions, especially when you consider how everything integrates with greater consumer benefits and aligns with the company's creating shared value initiatives. These are just some of the fascinating topics we chatted about in this episode. So without further delay, here is the recent conversation I had with the CEO and president of Kiwahako USA, Gerard Adams. All right. Well, first off, thank you for battling jet lag to join me on camera today. I think, you know, I already know how you're consuming your daily dose of Cognizant, but for the audience... What did you decide as your go-to product of the day? Yes, thanks, Josh. Great to be here. And yes, you caught me sipping before my uh, my daily dose of C4 Smart Energy. Um, and uh, my current favorite, it does change from week to week, but uh, the strawberry guava uh, is my current drink of choice. Yeah, that one is, I would say, up there as well. I chose a different flavor today, another favorite of mine, the Blood Orange Yuzu, because I figured, you know, an ode to to Kirin in the, in the Japanese roots, I would go with the Japanese lemon, but, uh, you know, <laughs> a little bit of there. But um, before we get into, I guess, like the strategy-focused part of this conversation, just personal fascination, I think that I'm, I'm kind of curious on the personal and professional journey. How does, I guess, a you know, a former attorney from Australia end up working for a Japanese holding company in corporate strategy? <laughs> yes, uh, it's a good question. I, um, I, I sometimes refer to myself as a recovering attorney, which I think is not an original <laughs> joke, but uh, there, there are plenty of us out there, I, I find. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I went into the law always interested in both sides. You know, I, I studied business and law at, at, at university and um, I was always very 50-50. Um, I, I always 
I always uh, was grateful for my legal education and, and starting my career as a lawyer. Uh, it gives you a really good grounding in terms of uh, uh, the, the way that you look at the world, problem solving, and uh, um, and, uh, and 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 also the the. The, the knowledge that you build up, how to read a contract and, and things that are critical in business. So, um, but I was always fascinated by the, the, the wider world of business that was out there. But um, I was fortunate, uh, um, I, uh, I, I built up a, a client list and, uh, and and one of my clients was Kieran Holdings. Uh, they, they were doing uh, a lot of uh, work in Australia at that time, making acquisitions of uh, beer and beverage uh, companies and uh, so I got to know the team at Kieran. I really liked what they were doing. I could see that they were becoming more global um, and, and doing doing more work outside of their uh, traditional um, domestic beer business. And I wanted to be a part of that. So um, when uh, I moved uh, to Tokyo in 2009, that was my second time living there. And I made a conscious decision at that time to, to switch out of the law. Of course, having the, the great legal background and never losing that, but um, I moved into their strategy team because that was the team that had been put together um, in, in the head office of the company to really look at the, the global strategy and, and, and to, yes, do M&A acquisitions. That was a big part of it, but also uh, um, how to put all the pieces together. Um, and so I, I was involved in that from the beginning of 2009 and I've been there ever since and uh, I've been fortunate to uh, be part of a lot of uh, big projects and um, and also working in the subsidiaries that we've acquired or partnered with over the years. Now we mentioned, I guess, and what I would believe most people would know the name Kieran is mostly from the beer brand or or just I guess some of the you know acquisitions I think on the you know more alcohol beer kind of wine all those types of collective um, kind of category, but. When was the kind of the pharmaceutical side added? And I think that that came as a way of with the fermentation process right through the beer production. Like it was just a natural kind of evolution to that area. Is that correct? Yes, you, you know it quite well. Um, yeah, so the, the beer business is is well over 100 years old. Um, uh very long history in Japan and one of the pioneers of, of beer in Japan and and then the, the soft drink business kind of came sort of naturally out of that so um, for a long time they, they were the two two pillars of the group um, and you're quite right uh, that the pharmaceutical business um, did, did grow out of the the fermentation expertise that had been developed from, from brewing beer um, so that's probably now uh, something more like 50 years old um, give or take, um, and that's uh, that was something that was developed organically, uh, and then there were joint ventures, um, and then there, there was a, a merger uh, with Kyowa Hako Kogyo uh, in 2008, and, and that's really when the pharmaceutical business stepped up. Uh, so this organically grown Kirin Pharma, combining with an existing large public company in Japan, or a global company really, the Kyowa name, Known around the world um, in 2008. That was the year before I joined, um, as it happened. Hmm. Um, but but as, when I came in, I, I could see a lot of energy being put behind that. And then that quickly became the second really big pillar of Kieran. So it was it was uh, an integrated beverage business, including alcoholic and non-alcoholic. Um, and then the pharmaceutical as a pillar, 
Um, and uh, it's, it's been in the last few years that we've been developing a third pillar, which I can talk about as well, but that's where pharmaceutical came from. Yeah, I think about the two sides, you know, you have kind of food and beverage, which is very obviously, you know, has its own, I guess, strategies and, and consumer focus and, and all that. And then you have, you know, the pharma side that I think is, Again, I think there's elements of, of consumer as well, but I think a lot of it is probably focused more towards the science and, and kind of the, that aspect of it. And then naturally, I think there's an intersection of the two that is where you're kind of at now. And what I think exactly. is, you guys call it health science. Now there's, a, there's yeah. a number of different ways that I think people describe those intersections, but I think you guys describe that as, as health science, which I think is actually extremely, I don't know, like a powerful thought because there's two pillars of expertise and then you bring the intersection together and then that becomes the third element of expertise, correct? Exactly. Yes. You, again, you, you're right on. Uh, health science is the third pillar that I was alluding to. So, um, yeah, so with beverage and then pharmaceutical coming in and uh, and and it's it's been... You know, I'll say the last ten years, but but really with with energy over the last five years to 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 build the bridge between those and and to to, to fill in the the blanks because we we're fortunate to have such a unique footprint with with the two the two sides. Um, we, we do feel that we have a lot to offer when it comes to, uh, to to servicing our customers and consumers in this ever growing awareness and consciousness of of health and wellness. So yeah, we call it health science. Um, that that probably does reflect our, our traditional strengths in, in science, and but it's also a reflection of um, what we call our CSV commitment or our CSV purpose. Um, CSV uh, stands for creating shared value. Um, it's a central part of the Kieran strategy. It's something that we've really taken to heart. Um, in some ways, it's an extension of the old CSR concept, um, but instead of just doing good. Uh, for, for the reputation of the company, we try to uh, actively seek out issues that are uh, affecting the, the communities in which we work um, and address those issues in, in ways in which that we can also economically benefit as well. So uh, most traditionally that manifests in creating new products and services that, um, that, that will, will benefit a certain sector of society or Help a certain part of the supply chain or things like that, um, and and then and then we can grow our business in that way. So that's a that's something that, that's very um, important to our overall strategy. And when it comes to something like health science, it's just inherent in everything we do. Every every time we we sell an ingredient or a product, uh, it, it it contributes to the health of, of someone. Um, and and we also like to think that we're building the community, and at the same time we're also addressing pretty. Uh, uh, pretty far-reaching and uh, and um, high-level environmental goals as well, which is another piece of that. But that that all comes together pretty naturally for us in health science. I'm always fascinated by the holding companies in Japan, and I think that Kieran maybe is definitely one of the the more interesting ones. But there are other ones as well that have so many different parts of their business. It goes back to I think maybe. In the U.S., like some of those conglomerates that happen, like with GE and, and things like that, that had all these different kind of unique businesses that maybe fit together, maybe not fit together. But I think with with Kieran, I think 
with the pillars, I mean, they make so much sense to me that those things would then go towards this, you know, health science, um, you know, it, it moves into this idea of around, like, how do you reach the most amount of people or make the most amount of impact with the, I guess, ways in which people consume products most naturally, and that would be like a food and beverage, but moving into like functional food and beverage or something that's beyond, I think, conventional, you start to look at, that's where you create, I think, the the most amount of impact long-term is through something like that, is that if you can get people to change some incremental habits, they end up doing a lot more good for themselves by just continuing to kind of, you know, focus on what they normally do in terms of consumption, but just incrementally a little bit better. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, uh, I think that's right. Uh, and, and that's why I mentioned that guiding philosophy of the CSV, right? So if we if we always keep that in mind, you know, we're, we're trying to um, improve health. We're trying to uh, um, contribute to environmental measures. We're trying to build community. So the... Uh, that leads us very naturally to, to doing more of that. And, and the consumer tells us where to go, right? I mean, uh, the growing awareness of, of health and health and wellness and, uh, and people particularly wanting those functional benefits in their supplements first and, and now very much in food and beverage, um, that, that, that really showed us the path. Uh, and, and, and we have the, the benefit of seeing that in multiple markets around the world, right? And we can, uh, we can, we can, apply the learnings from one market to another. Um, but particularly here in the US market, um, we're, we're unfortunate now to lead our, our Kiowa Hakor team. Um, it's it's just such an incredibly sophisticated uh, consumer market and uh, and with experts like yourself as well. I mean, we're, we're constantly learning and, uh, and and applying things from this market uh, back to Japan and, 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 and other markets as well. So it's, uh, um, yeah, we, we, we try not to uh, do anything that, that is uh, unnatural. Um, you know, we're, we're not trying to go out and acquire lots of companies that are outside of our purview. I think if if, uh, if it makes sense within the three pillars that I talked about and and contributes that CSV purpose, then we'll, we'll absolutely be bold and and go for it. But uh, we're very much led by that mission and, and by the consumer. Now you mentioned before you just you just got back from the home offices, and my assumption would be. Again, this is probably because it's the newest pillar of everything, but I, I would assume that there's a lot of focus being put on just the global health science aspect of, of Kirin. Um, and then obviously U.S., I think, is, is an important territory. But, you know, when you were kind of going through all your different meetings throughout the, you know, the last uh, trip, I mean, was that a major focus that you seem people are putting in, you know, a lot of really good strategic you know, thoughts towards let, let's, what, what does the, you know, path go towards? Like, I would imagine it's, it's probably one of the fastest growing parts of, of Kieran as a whole. So there's probably, they're feeding that machine and they're, they're throwing gasoline on it, but just how important is it in your, maybe, you know, obviously you're leading a, a big part of that, but I, I think that um, 
could you tell that it was a huge kind of focus when you were in the offices? Yes, absolutely. Um, I, I often joke to people that when I go to the head office these days, no one's talking about beer, no one's talking about pharmaceuticals. It's all health science, health science. Of course, that's an exaggeration um, and it will depend on which part of the office you're in. But the parts that I'm in, um, and, and, I, and, I, and I was fortunate to, to speak to a lot of the senior management and uh, I've known a lot of these people for years and uh, um, it, it's, it's all health science. It, 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 it's critical. Um, they, that, that, that's, that's how they, they see it. Uh, you know, the beverage and, and pharmaceuticals are always going to be great businesses for us. Um, but they, they do face their own challenges, just like every industry does. Um, and, and we're responding to those um, appropriately. But, uh, but health science has, has, has the most growth potential. And again, it's, it's, a, natural, it's a natural area, area for us to really do well in. And um, we feel that we have a lot of uh, permission from the consumer to, um, to be bold there and, and to put together our, our various strengths. So for me personally, I'm biased because I'm here leading up the team um, at Kiwahako USA, but uh, so I'll, I'll also say it's important. But but I, the only reason I'm here is because I, I could see where things were going within the group um, several years ago. I wanted to be a part of that. I've been fortunate to work in all parts of the group, but this is absolutely where I want to be. Um, so uh, it, it's not only reading the tea leaves of where the group is going, but also feeling a personal passion for, uh, for me, it's the health that, that's the particular hook. I, I, I really enjoy contributing to, to people's health. Um, but those other aspects of environment and community building are also part of it as well. And I, um, just from talking to my employees here as well, I, I know that that's why, that's why they choose Kiowa and, and they enjoy working here. So it's, uh, it, it's, it's really nice to come to work every day in some, in an area that we know is a, is a huge focus for the group. Um, we'll have the group CEO, um, coming here to visit us in New York on Sunday and Monday. So, um, He's putting in the time and uh, he doesn't do that to every, we have hundreds of subsidiaries around the world, right? So they don't all get that FaceTime. He's going to be here with us. Uh, we'll have a chance for our people to meet him. And uh, um, and I'm sure he'll be saying the same thing that I do, that uh, health science is the future of the Kieran Group. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit around, I guess, some of the ingredients. And in, in, I think everybody at this point, my audience knows I'm not a science guy, so I, I won't go into all those details. But I do think... I look at the commercial side and just kind of where people are putting their flags in. And I think from a branded ingredient standpoint, you guys are within, I would say, arguably three of the most important kind of areas of ingredients. If that is, you know, brain and then immunity and then gut health. Um, and I think that when I'm talking to a lot of times from an ingredient supplier standpoint, you do have to make these very long, I guess, arc decisions on where is the puck going and, and kind of making sure that you're, you're skating towards that because the amount of time that you guys have to put into the development cycle, the testing, the, you know, validation, all those types of things, like it's not trendy. It's not something that you're looking at, you know, how do we benefit in quick terms, you're, you're saying these are going to be extremely important for the next, you know, decades, if not generations. And we need to, you know, make the effort to put all of our resources towards those particular flags. And I think these are extremely important ones. I know on my channel, most people probably see me talk about Cognizant. And that's because as a 
as a young professional that's super hungry, uh, I'm really always looking for any kind of boost that I can, uh, you know, kind of get. And I've always enjoyed the ingredient Cognizant. And, you know, a lot of my clients and things also have included that into their product, but there's other ingredients. But I guess when you guys are looking at it and you've been, I guess, now the president and CEO of Kiwahako USA for like 18 months. So you, you have a good handle on you know, where this is all going in terms of trends and, you know, where you guys are, uh, you know, picking up wins at and where you guys are, are still trying to, you know, accomplish some different things, but like, how do you feel overall about, you know, kind of where you guys have put those flags into the sand? Yeah, the, these are long-term bets. You're right. Um, we, we'd, we'd be doing that anyway, though, as, as you said, uh, it's part of the Japanese cultural, uh, corporate cultural philosophy to think in terms of, centuries rather than decades or, or years uh, that's a real thing and of course our csv purpose leads us there anyway because we're doing things for, for long-term benefit of uh, of all uh, the, the other part of that is that uh, but, but we do have to make choices so um, in some ways you know our, our timelines are not necessarily driving it as much because uh, the pharmaceutical business for example has much longer r d timelines but in health science we can be somewhere in between um, but we have the highest standards of uh, ethics and uh, and scientific rigor, so our um, our R and D timelines can sometimes be a little longer than others, uh, which can also be a a sense of, um, of friction when it comes to the commercial side. But but we we, we never take for granted um, the the, uh, the the first class uh, scientific uh, teams that we have. So uh, yes, the the choices, as you said, that we've made um, are in the areas of uh, brain health, immunity, and, and gut health. So for us, that's very relevant here in the US market because Cognizant is, is our leading brand. Um, thank you for your support. We, we do appreciate it, uh, Josh. And rarely uh, um, a day goes by when someone doesn't give me a personal testimonial of how they, uh, um, they, they Cognizant helps them in their daily life. And uh, we, we do think it is the gold standard when it comes to, to cognitive health and uh, um, the ability to bring attention and focus uh, to, to daily activities, whatever it, is, whatever it is you're doing, whatever stage of life, I think it's something that we all need. And uh, it's certainly helping me today on the tail end of this uh, business trip and a long week. Um, so that's so that's that's always going to be our number one focus because we, we we think that that's uh, um, just just a, a limitless, uh, pardon the pun, um, uh, product in Cognizant. Immunity is, is relatively new for us. You know, we launched the Amuse product uh, just several years ago in the middle of the pandemic. So that was, that was uh, um, good timing in the sense that there, there was an initial pickup of interest and, and a lot of focus on immunity. Uh, but it, it's been a double-edged sword because as, the, as pandemic fears have uh, receded, uh, there's a little bit of immunity fatigue that has, that has set in and people are uh, not necessarily paying attention to it day to day and Immuse is very much a product that that benefits from from daily use and, and year-round comprehensive protection it's a, it's a unique mechanism of action it's 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 the only it's the only product that uh, that that uh, I won't go into the science because I, I, I know that, that that's not your thing but it, but it, it's a it's a comprehensive immune response that other um, traditional immunity products cannot do so um, it's something that I personally swear by, um, particularly in a week like this, when I've, I've uh, 
you know, done everything wrong in terms of pushing my body uh, with, with uh, you know, too much work, too little sleep, and too much of everything else. Uh, the I, I just doubled my dose of Amuse and I, and I, and I, and I get through it. Um, whereas I could almost, uh, guarantee getting a sniffle or a cold at the end of a week like this. So, um, it, it's, uh, it, it, it works, uh, very well for me. And it's something that we're really committed to expanding the reach of here in the U S because it's a household name in Japan. Uh, we've been selling it for well over a decade and, uh, we, we don't have that sort of brand recognition here yet, but we believe so strongly in that product that, uh, we're going to continue to really push that with the absolute full support of the Kieran group behind that. So that's really exciting for us as a, as a new, it's, it's been three years, but it's really a new growth potential for us. And then when it comes to the gut, um, for us, that that's another a new product that we're launching. Uh, the HMOs, we call it for sure, the human milk oligosaccharides. So that's a very different channel again, because these are uh, compounds that go in mostly into infant formula. Right, so um, it's a uh, but the, but there are brain and uh, immunity benefits from that product. So that that's also something um, that we're going to be selling. It's not a immediate focus for us in the US, so I won't spend a lot of time talking about it because we do have a, a pretty well built built out strategy in Asia, particularly around the acidic um, forms of HMO. So my I, and I got a chance to connect with my colleagues from Asia and China and Japan. Uh, this week and, and they're they're uh, doing a lot of things but but we'll, we'll support um around the edges with that and and I, I i dare say that our team here will find innovative uses for that product as well beyond just traditional infant formula but our, our focus very much among those three are on cognizant and amuse yeah i think on the hmo side from where that could go past like you said infant formula it does actually also inter intersect, I think, with immunity and brain and, and kind of how it all kind of plays together. And, and like you said, it's probably going to take some time for that to be maybe in the U.S. market outside of infant like to be, I guess, commercialized a lot that people are like, this is what we yeah. desire. This is what we want. You know, it, it arguably takes a lot of time for these things to start to kind of build up and build time. And especially when from a branded ingredient perspective. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I think that there is a, I guess, a tough journey for them to build out a value with consumers of that name. And I think that you guys have done, you know, extremely good job, I think with Cognizant and that then would make me believe that these other newer ones, if it's a muse or, or the other, um, it's going to be, you know, something that you guys are going to take the time to build out and, you know, spend the time in marketing, um, you know, leverage good partnerships with brands that have, obviously a huge understanding of their customers and how they can do it. But yeah. I've always kind of appreciated your guys' ability to also spend the time to actually build the brand yourself, like the, the branded ingredient, actually focus on spending and, and putting that in places that 
would give people the opportunity to understand the value of it. Because I think that there's a lot of obviously options for, you know, if we're talking specifically with, you know, functional food, functional beverage and supplement brands is that they have optionality. Now there's levels in terms of, you know, like if it's the gold standard or this, that, or whatever, but everybody's making decisions based on what they are positioned in the market and how they're trying to approach it from a price perspective and all that. But I think from reverse engineering from a consumer standpoint, when they see certain trademark or branded ingredients on a label, if it has an implied value and they know, hey, this is something really important, I really want this, then it provides ability for that finished good partner to utilize it in a better way. I think that there's a a misstep a lot of times in the ingredient side is that they don't do the marketing. They let other people just do it and they don't really spend any time and effort into it. And then it becomes kind of washed out in the market that, yeah, people can put that on their label, but if it doesn't necessarily um, add value to the product, you're just adding costs without actually adding any benefit to it, which I think is, is not what you're looking for. So I've always kind of appreciated your guys' ability to do that, um, especially with Cognizant, but obviously in building out some of these other ones in the future, that's going to be the same game plan that you guys focus on. Yeah. And I think in some ways it's just, it's just what we know, right? I mean, uh, as part of the Kieran group, we, we love brands. Uh, we, we love our own brands. We love supporting our customers' brands. So I, 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 that's something that I often say to our customers. I, I think that, uh, we, you know, when it comes to brands, we get it. And, and so there, there's a part of that. That's just how we do things. But, but also, yeah, it, it, it wraps up the whole package of, of um, value that we provide to our customers. It's, uh, we're not just selling widgets. Um, we're not just trying to add cost. We're, uh, um, you know, we're selling, you know, fully clinically studied uh, ingredients that, uh, that come with a whole range of service and insight um, on, the, on the scientific side, but also the marketing side and, and just all of the experience that our team has here in terms of uh, helping our customers get their product to market, uh, the, 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 the types of claims that can be made. And so, uh, you know, we, we, we operate again with, you know, the highest degrees of ethics and, um, um, and, and legal and uh, scientific support. So, you know, we're going to keep people safe. And uh, so our customers really appreciate that. And, and that, that it makes sense for us to, you know, to wrap all that up into a, into a branded package. And then when you go to the consumer level, um, then, Yes, our research absolutely shows that consumers do trust branded ingredients uh, much, much more so than un unbranded ingredients. And, 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 and that difference actually, every time we redo that survey, the, the, the difference seems to uh, become greater as people become more accustomed to the concept of branded ingredients. And uh, um, so that, that reinforces uh, our, our vision and our strategy of continuing to to really focus on our bread and ingredients and, and provide that value to our customers and the consumers. And of course, the industry gatekeepers as well, who are making decisions, whether it be retailers or distributors, uh, they, they also respond well to that um, in, in, the, in the customer uh, presentations. And some of which we often sit in on, um, you know, as part of the, the value, we're, we're, we're always more than happy to do that as a partner. Again, with the, the, the objective is, is to get these products to market and, um, and bring bring the, the the benefits to as many people as possible. Yeah, I think you guys have a head start, and I think obviously having from the ownership of Kieran and, and having that they have consumer brands themselves is that one of the things 
and I probably sound like a broken record for people that have heard this over and over, is that a lot of the supply side, I think, is going to have a tough time if they don't adapt to where, I guess, the world is heading in terms of traceability. And I mean, we're already in this kind of, you know, full transparency world, but when we move into a, you know, fully traceable kind of aspect and technologies allow for consumers to be quickly able to decide and, and understand every element of, of different products, as a brand, you're going to start to look at your partnerships differently because you need to make sure that they all align with your own brand and your own ethics and your own you know, kind of goals. And you see some of that already with in the US around ESG and, and things happening there. But I think all of that starts to eventually become you know, more important. So as a supplier, you have to start to think about, we're not behind the curtain anymore. We need to be a little bit more front facing. We need to be a little bit more, you know, uh, like a brand. And, and I think that the benefit I think of, of the ownership with the Kieran group is that you, you already have that into the DNA of the company. It's not that you have to drastically change things. It's like just the normal way in which you guys do business. Yes, absolutely. It, it, it really is. And, uh, there's there's no conflict whatsoever, and and, and that's why um, it, it was so natural for Kieran to to go into health science, and uh, you know, and and just just being in the office this week, uh, head office, and we, of course it's that time of year we're talking about marketing budgets, and it, it's a big investment, right? You know, investing behind these brands, and and that's that's uh, that's money that we're spending, um, and and often in in cooperation with customer programs, we you know, we call it co-promotion, where we're Working together, um, investing on on certain campaigns, and and uh, and 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 it seems every year on there asking for money, and and uh, and, and the head office is very understanding of that. If it, if it wasn't a brand company, I'm not sure if they would would get that right. But uh, but we we uh, yeah, we we come from that world, and uh, we're of course making smart decisions. But um, we're we're in such a growth phase here in the U.S. market that we are. Investing more and more, and and uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm fortunate to to have that understanding and backing from a head office that that wants to continue to invest in brands and people, uh, as we always as we have always done. Now you mentioned kind of looking forward, and and I think this is the time when a lot of companies are you know, kind of looking out at their you know strategic landscape and saying, okay, over the next year or or even further out, are we you know doing what we need to do? Where do you kind of see the next step? What's new coming up? Like, is there anything that you can disclose that's that's allowable in terms of um, things that you see on the horizon? Yeah, so um, one of the first things I did when I came in last April, April 2022, uh, was, to, was to push more into beverages. Uh, so that was, and, and that, that has gone really well. Uh, partly that was, just because that was what I knew, <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, but I, but I, I did see incredible um, white space there for us because I had seen where the consumer was going and 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 we had the team to 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 go after that. So that's been a great addition in the past twelve months. And as we look forward, the the obvious natural extension there is to do more in in the food area. Uh, so food is I, I dare say food is a little bit behind beverage when it comes to some of the um, the functional uptake. Um, of ingredients like ours, anyway, you know, there's always been some element of functional ingredients in foods, but when it comes to uh, things like cognizant and amuse, uh, we, we, we're seeing it in Japan. Uh, we've uh, 
Kieran and Kioa um, just launched a product with Kellogg's um, with the, the Amuse product in, a, in an all-brand uh, formulation. So that's a cereal, uh, you know, meal application of uh, a functional. So, so when, when I see things like that, um, that that points to it, it, it may not be earth-shattering to say we're going to move from beverage to food, but for us that's going to be a um, a big opportunity, and I am looking to put more focus on that. And and we just see so much upside in Amuse. Uh, and now that we've learned, uh, you know, what the post-pandemic landscape is probably looking like, and the emphasis not so much on the immunity aspect of it, but more on the healthy, active lifestyle. And and what I said before, right? Me, me taking that product allows me to be talking to you today and 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 be be operating it at at, um, at full capacity uh, for, for more days without going down with with illness. Uh, it, it's that kind of thing, right? So, so that that appeals again, uh, just like cognizant appeals to a lot of people because you can operate mentally at that performance for longer um, and, and and for more days. Uh, Immuse keeps you in the game, whether it be studying or working. Uh, we we have a, a loyal following among amongst uh, sports enthusiasts as well um, to stay out on the field, and uh, and so I I think uh, when, when I think of our priorities for next year, Cognizant will always be number one, but Immuse is going to be um, a huge growth potential for us, um, and particularly with those food applications. And I'm really excited for Cetria. Um, our glutathione, um, which uh, has been growing steadily year by year, but I, I think that we can do a lot more with that as well. That, that, that's another critical piece of our brand strategy. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking back to some comments I made around just the general food and beverage applications in terms of that's the natural consumption behavior of humans and, and that the ability to put in something like an Amuse into a you know breakfast cereal. If you're having cereal every morning, um, that's an easy way to consume that important ingredient that could, like you said, if it's cumulative and it needs to be something you take every day, that's an easy way to do that. Even though, you know, somebody like myself that cut my teeth in, in the supplement industry, I think about supplement consumption as natural and normal. And, and, you know, you take a bunch of pills and powders and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But I'll say that the the time that I spend with a lot of mainstream consumers and and really just talking to them and asking them different questions um, for some of the clients that I work with, like a lot of them, that is some friction points for them. They don't necessarily think about that as normal consumption or, or, or anything. Yeah. Maybe they take a multivitamin or something, but they don't have, you know, this long list of supplements that they take or, or think to take and having those ingredients being added into a food and having that be a benefit to consumers, um, even with them just doing their natural behavior, but just incrementally providing them a product that's a little bit more functional than a, a typical conventional product, I think is is a super important kind of iteration to all this. So when you know you make a point around, you know, maybe that's not the most you know innovating uh, thought of like we're going to move from beverages to food. I argue that it is because I think, in, especially when we're talking CPG, the most I guess, impactful ideas tend to be something that is new, but familiar. It's not always just invention because I don't think people, you know, habits, behaviors, they don't necessarily in their day-to-day -day patterns, they don't want new and, and different. Um, I think that's been proven these last couple of years where people had to, you know, drastically change everything. They, they want to act as they normally act, these patterns that are built in inherently into us. So I think it is super 
kind of important to make those uh, kind of swaps and, and how important those things could be. And, and you know, maybe Kellogg's or, or, or another partner, maybe will think about that in the U.S. market. So then somebody like me can can consume that product in the morning. Yeah, and that, that's exactly right. And, and perhaps that distinction that I made between meal applications, uh, possibly versus snack applications, that, that, that's, that's the big leap, uh, potentially, as, as, as I am thinking through it. Um, because I, I, we, we're already, um, you know, having some penetration into snack applications like bars and gums and things like that, uh, chews. Um, so that, that's, that's not a huge leap. But once you start to get into a breakfast cereal and, and meal type applications, then yes, it is, uh, different. It brings a whole set of, uh, new challenges with the, the cost of goods in those, um, ingredients and, and, um, you know, they, they've survived for a long time without, uh, without our um, value-added uh, ingredients, so that's again where we have to have those conversations and explain our um, our value proposition. But uh, as I said, our Japanese team has, has had some breakthroughs there, so we hope to work off the back of that. And you know, when it comes to cognizant and you talk about um, daily routines and different but familiar, you know, so many people start their day with a with a cup of coffee. Um, well, could there be a, a world in which uh, for many people, that could be re replaced with a daily dose of Cognizant. Uh, it, it gives you many of those uh, cognitive benefits that, that you're looking for, um, but perhaps without the, the crash and, and the jittery feeling that some people don't like. So I'll, I'll never suggest that we replace coffee uh, um, altogether. But um, but that, you know, if you, if you talk about thinking boldly and, and ways that we can uh, um, inc increase our growth and, and, and increase the number of occasions in which uh, consumers are consuming our products um, we, we like to think in, in, in those terms as, as well and and, and really um, ha having a seat at the table when it comes to to those those larger uh, volume and, and uh, use opportunities and before I let you go I think when you're when you're talking about these big ambitious ideas I think there's a flip side to that in terms of you know you can talk a big game but then you have to be able to meet those demand um, situations. So if you were all of a sudden, you know, in a huge meal application or, or something where it's in a daily consumption of a very large cohort of consumers, it's not necessarily a good thing if you can't meet the demand with supply. And and I I bring this up because I, I, I think if it was, um, I think Karen just mentioned it to me that you guys were just a new production facility, I think opening in, I don't know if it was in Japan or, or where it was yeah. at, but with the, uh, I guess, increase of demand of Cognizant as a whole, you guys needed to increase the supply element as well, right? Yes, I mean, that, that was one thing that I really wanted to make sure about before I took this job on, right? So um, I, I I went around and uh, to all the facilities and, and made sure that, um, Yes, absolutely. Uh, we we have uh, we have a, we have a very strong um, supply foundation across all our ingredients um, at the moment and into the future. And Cognizant is the big one, and and that's the one where we have the biggest ambitions. So that's the one where we have to really uh, uh, be investing behind that. And yes, uh, the new plant will come online in November. Um, we'll have a, a small opening ceremony over there in Japan uh, at the end of November. So that's uh, that's effectively doubling the capacity of our cognizant output. So um, that that that'll that'll benefit us for some years to come, and then uh, we hope we'll have the happy uh, 
the happy issue of needing to invest more more into that in the coming years as well. Um, the, the the way that our uh, projections are looking, I think we will. But but uh, we, we're already um, on, looking good with supply, but it's it's about to double and um, very strong across the board. Yeah, to bring this kind of full circle, I think that you know one of those benefits of I guess of being a part of a uh, you know billion dollar kind of holding company is that when you do need to you know, invest heavily into some capital expenditures, there is that availability to do that. It's not necessarily that you have to, you know, go out and try to find investors or this, that, or whatever to try to get people to give you money. You have those available kind of coffers of, of, of capital to be able to utilize if uh, it warrants it. So I think it's a great conversation overall. I mean, I, I appreciate the time and, and I know that coming straight off of a plane the night before and, and coming in uh, to do this uh, was definitely a, a big ask of me. Uh, so I appreciate that you uh, took the time and, and did that for me. Yeah, no worries at all. It's uh, I've enjoyed it as well. And uh, thanks again for, for your support. Uh, um, we, we do enjoy your, your video and content and uh, looking forward to doing more of this. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks, Josh. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly. 